It's party time. You and a few dozen people are coming together to celebrate something. That's not important. What is important is that you make this night to remember for all the wrong reasons. At the end of the day, nobody will want to party, network, bond, or connect with you ever again. It's time to be the worst event planner. Since the beginning of time, there have been loads of bad ideas, and they're not going to stop anytime soon. We want to speed up the process. By coming up with the worst ideas for any situation, we can help you come up with something that will actually work. Whether it be in the past, present, or future, in the most important parts of society, or whatever comes to our head. We want to put our heads together to find the worst possible solution to the biggest problems you can face. This is Be The Worst. Welcome to episode two of Be The Worst. I'm Tim Gavin. I'm not Tim Gavin. I'm Tyler Herchuk. Yes, and we are so happy that you are over here. How's things been for you? Good, man. Been busy this week. Uh, got a couple audiobooks on the go, so been uh, been narrating those. Probably within... I started last Monday and probably have narrated about 90,000 words since then. Really? You're on a roll, man. Yeah, I mean, it's been productive, but at the same time... Boy, this dude's writing is just H.P. Lovecraft is the author. So uh, all this stuff's in free. Um, I'm trying to think of the word free domain or something free use. So there's a company that hired me to Public record domain? some of this stuff. Yeah, I think that's the right word, right term. Yeah. So there's a company, this dude somewhere in Europe, who knows where, um, contacted me. And uh, he seems happy with the work and seems like he's going to offer me some more, which is good. But it's more H.P. Lovecraft. If you don't know. If you do not know his writing, look him up and try to read that out loud. It's, oh boy. Yeah. Also, great writer, super racist too. Yeah, I mean, it's a product of his time. I think, I haven't seen anything like super racist. I've seen some stuff where it's like, um, he's used the term mulatto, which is kind of like a, it's an antiquated term for a mixed race individual. Um, that being said, I've heard, people around me say that before purely out of ignorance not knowing that it's an offensive term yeah fair enough but yeah so getting into this week's episode we are talking about event planning but not weddings or funerals because those are going to be future episodes all their own perfect and i i'm actually really excited to do those but i'm also excited to share the party that i pulled out of my ass oh is that what it's called not quite. It's just a figure of speech. Is it, well, everybody, come one, come all, the Tim's ass party. Hey, that is Alberta's ass you're talking about. <laughs> so we're just going to just jump right into it. I am so excited to share this idea that I have just come up with literally 20 minutes ago before we started this podcast. Wow. You really prep super far in advance, a whole 20 minutes. I had something else, but this just seems so much better. Okay, hit me. All right. So I was thinking, like, this has to be a big enough idea to draw attention. So first of all, one thing that I know really draws people, because it draws me, is free food. Okay. Yes, free food is good. Yes. Now imagine a free food cooking competition, like an Iron Chef, but literally anyone can come in off the street sign up for free, have all the ingredients applied, and they just have to cook it in front of an audience while doing a whole bunch of different challenges, too. 
Okay, uh, I'm intrigued. This sounds like something I would sure do, definitely. Yeah, so big enough to draw attention. It's going to be called the World Chef Regionals. And it's free to enter all ages, all ingredients, all supplied. But the catch, all the ingredients, aside from, you know, your basic cooking ingredients, most of them going to be supplied by pyramid schemes. Okay. Yes. So there's going to be like a few dietary supplements in there. And you know how you go to like every trade show and there's usually like the, um, I'm not even going to bother naming these companies because they're all trash, but you know how there's like some that like do like the spices and the jams and all that. I didn't know that that there were companies, pyramid schemes for that kind of stuff. I thought it was usually beauty products. No, it's not just beauty products. It's food now. They've, they've reached out. So is it? Is it one person who owns all these pyramids, who is a part of all these companies that is supplying the the competition? Pretty much. So it's basically just the brainchild of somebody who wants to get a shitload of commission. Exactly. Are you this brainchild? No, I'm not, because I'm smart enough to not join a pyramid scheme. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yeah, there's good, but not only stuff like that, but also like, you know, the diet supplements in there too. So like sneak in some protein powder, try and like make it not taste like shit. But here's the really fun part. Psych outs. Psych outs, like psyching people out while they're cooking? Yes. So think like basketball. So, so it's like, um, so the other competitors can psych you out or like there'll be somebody running around in a clown mask or something or what? It would be the other competitors. They would be trying to race against the clock, getting their dish ready, but also trying to take time to psych the other person out. Because all I would do is, like, pour a bowl of cereal, then just fuck with everybody else. Really? Well, yeah, because I think it would be ten times funny if it's free to enter and it's free to ruin people's, like, chances at winning, and then hell yeah. Well, darn, that's actually... that. That's not, that's not a bad angle to go with that. Then it Honestly, would just... Like, that would end up disappointing so many people. That makes this even better. See, I'll just all the uh, all the stuff, all the ingredients and stuff is provided. I'll just make myself a meal, and then just yeah, just screw with everybody else, or just eat their food while they're trying to cook it. And another really good part, and I thought this would be really interesting: have Eric Andre host it. Oh, that would be a wild time. It would because he especially would even help you with the psychouts. I think. Yeah, him and Hannibal. Yeah. N- Actually, no, no, not not Hannibal. Just just Eric Andre. Just because I feel I feel like you know Hannibal Burris is too much of like a foil for Eric Andre. Like I feel like if you take Hannibal out of the equation, then it would just get a little more intense. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Well, interesting. So, world cooking regionals, you said the world chef regionals, like just generic enough to kind of draw attention. People would look at the flyers, hear the ads or something, say, hey, let's go check this out, and then just arrive at this complete shit show and leave disappointed, maybe a little bankrupt. Touche. Why would they leave bankrupt? Morally. Oh, morally bankrupt. Morally okay. bankrupt. Gotcha. Yeah. I'll... Yeah, and everyone can be like like High School Musical. They'll be like, we're going to regionals. Like, you toss in regionals, and there's just like this hype there gosh yeah but it's still like it's still like low bar enough that there is like that certain like accessibility to it i'm gonna try using regionals more often in my day-to-day life do it 100 percent. yeah 
hey girl, like you should check out my regionals. Ooh. Talking about my Ding my cat at home. My cats at home. Wow, Tim, you pervert. <laughs> Talking about my cats. My cats wieners. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. So so my idea. Um basically it's like a huge goals event. Okay. So kind of like a speed dating conference, but it's like there is um, some matchmaking involved and stuff too. So you fill out a profile before and what your likes and dislikes are, da, 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 da. Um, and then you go and it's like there's dating experiences set up and paid for. So you pay whatever, 50 bucks to do it. And then you go to this conference. And so at the front door, you've already committed to it. You're already inside. You can't leave. At the front door, you find out that the whole conference has been sponsored by Ancestry.com, which means they're setting you up with people that you might be related to. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so it's, so it's Ancestry.com? Hey. Lannister family so, reunion? So I'm not sure if it would be better to, um, like, say you have to use an alias name and then you just meet people. And then as you're walking out, it's like, thank you for coming to this event sponsored by Ancestry.com. So they find out afterwards that maybe they've been hitting on like their cousin or whatever. Um, or do it at the beginning. I feel like at the end would be more hilarious. You'd see everyone's reactions. It's like that one um, like that one haunted house in Niagara Falls where those reaction pictures are. The last stretch of the, the falls. Uh, the last stretch of the house where somebody jumps out and scares you. And there's like a picture of people on the wall and they're like terrified. It'd be like that exact same thing. I say keep it at the end because, you know, if you have it before, then you're just going to have people who are into it. And that's just weird. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> people are like, whoa, wait a second. My stepsister's going to be here. Awesome. Hey, what's up? I'm Tim Gavin, the co-host for Be The Worst. Thank you so much for taking the time to check out our podcast. We are still very new and we are super thankful that you are checking us out. Now, we do need your help. We want you to tell as many of your friends and family about Be The Worst. And right now, the best way to do that is by going over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Be The Worst Podcast. Head over there, hit like, and make sure you share our page from there. It's the fastest way to find out about new episodes and everything else that's going to be going on. That way, we can start promoting our podcast feed and getting even more hits that way. But in the meantime, thank you for checking out all that you have. And by the way, if you do have any ideas for future episodes, we are super open to them. All you have to do is send an email to be the worst podcast at gmail.com, or you can even PM us over on Facebook. We would be glad to have your feedback, have any thoughts that you have, because again, we're still very new at this, and we're looking for all the help that we can get. So thank you. I was on Yahoo Answers before this, prepping longer than 20 minutes before the show. Tim. And uh, one of the questions on Yahoo Answers was, uh, someone called me a snack on Tinder. How do I respond? And I'm thinking, okay, do they not know what the term snack means? Or do they genuinely need a good response to that? Best way to respond, I think, is, what do you mean snack, you cannibal? So physically, you think they're actually going to eat you? Exactly. You, you. Just, just respond like a cannibal. It's either gonna they're either gonna be really into it or you'll just scare them off. But either way, you won't have to worry about that person calling you a snack anymore. 
Well, you you might have to, depending on how they respond, though. Yeah, that's a good point. So if someone's like, hey, you're a snack, I would be like, my tastiest part is my elbow. Ooh, hey. Or I'd be like, so if someone's like, oh, you're a snack, I'd be like, yeah, thanks. Are you hungry? Actually, a good, a good snack-related pickup line. Um, <laughs> my buddy was telling me, go up to girl, a girl or a guy. You go up to somebody that you're attracted to, mm-hmm. and you just go and you say, E7, and just wait for them to respond. They don't say anything, and they just kind of look at you, and you go again. E7. And you keep doing this until they say something like, what are you doing? What are you saying? And you go, oh, I, I thought you were a vending machine because you're a snack. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. That is so smooth. Oh, baby. Yeah. And then after that, you are snacking on each other's mouth areas. Among other places. There are two sets of lips. Hey, you know what's better than a rose on a piano? A pose on a riano? Two lips on an organ. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I've never heard that one before. Really? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's a good one. I, f- I first heard that on like a Bill Clinton meme. Okay, what's your question? All right, so first one, I saw this a couple weeks ago and I just had to give an answer to it. My 14-year-old son suddenly wants to be a vegan and threw out all our meat. What can we do to punish him? Take the meat out of the garbage, eat it, and uh, cook it, and make him eat it? I was going to say, why not, instead of, like, cook it and force-feed it to him, I say pull the meat out of the garbage can, meat blanket. Put it on him while he's asleep, when he wakes up in the morning. Ah! So he's just covered in, like, stanky-ass meat. Yeah, like uh, like an accidental Lady Gaga. Or you could, you could say, okay, great, we're gonna switch as a family, and never have him never see you preparing meals, but you're still making meat. But you're just like, yeah, this is this is vegan meat, or this is tofu. And then after a month, you'd be like, yeah. So how does it feel to be a vegan? He's like, it's great. It's like, oh, well, you're not a vegan, you sack of shit. Jeez, gonna send in the vegan police after him. You know it. I know it. All right, so you got another one? Yes, sir. All right, next Um, question. Is it normal for my boyfriend to take his 18-year-old daughter to a romantic-themed log cabin, or is he trying to make me jealous? What? (laughs) So, (laughs) Can you repeat that? Is it normal for my boyfriend to take his 18-year-old daughter to a romantic themed log cabin or is he trying to make me jealous so assuming this is from the perspective of a female the girlfriend who is saying basically yeah my boyfriend's going on a trip with his daughter do you think that he's doing it to make me jealous all right well jeez jesus christ you know what? I'm just going to go off on a limb and say that this isn't the worst case scenario and thing that immediately pops into our heads after reading that sentence. I'm just going to say, like, probably not. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for her to think that her boyfriend's trying to make her jealous by using the daughter, that's pretty psycho. That is. Like, I know I know of, I have friends who parents are separated and the dad has gotten with a new woman. And the woman is jealous of his daughter. 
but it's not i don't think it's like meant in the same way it's possible too this person doesn't mean it in like a sexually jealous way maybe it's more of like a uh ooh, i'm spending time with my daughter and not you you know yeah well now i want to know is like are there any other like siblings or is it just the 18 year old daughter it's a good question yeah. i don't know yeah because i was gonna say like may maybe Maybe do something with like the the fourteen year old son. Maybe like make like uh, clay pots. Don't out of do meat. anything with the fourteen year old son, you pervert. Dude, nothing like that. Like, get your head out of the gutter. Did you just bring out the fourteen year old son to make me jealous to him? Maybe. Maybe that's all I'm gonna say. Just maybe. <laughs> all right. So next question that I have. I'm seventeen, and my only goal is to be a housewife. What should I do to prepare myself? Um, the, the first question I would ask is, do they want to be a successful housewife or a really shitty housewife? Just says housewife and judging by the age 17, I feel like shitty is going to be the way to go. Not a whole yeah, lot of thought being put in here. I mean, you can either just practice being really good at a couple of things like, oh, I don't know, intercourse. And then you can just try to attract somebody that way and just hope that they, you'd nail somebody with a really good job, like a doctor or a lawyer or somebody who's really rich. Great. Sorted. Or you can be a successful housewife by actually contributing to the household, cooking, cleaning, having babies, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, all without, that good, all yeah, that good without, stuff. Yeah, all that good stuff. Without going into typical gender stereotypes, but, you know... Yeah, but man, like, I don't know. I feel like there should be a little more ambition there, but, you know, that's just me. You want to be a housewife? Go for it. I mean, if I had the option of being a stay-at-home dad, I would totally go for it. Oh, 100%. Yeah, I'd be like Mr. Clean, just, like, scrubbing all day long, being, like, the best cook. I yeah, when, when, they're, when they're not at home, you're Mr. Clean, and when they are at home, you're Mr. Cream. My night is a success. Oh my gosh, oh that my was goodness. so good. <laughs> Mr. Cream, really? <laughs> oh my god. Oh boy. Oh my god. And if you if you uh, sprinkle the bed with uh with chips beforehand, you, it'll be a Krispy Kreme. <laughs> two for two. Look at me go. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Jesus freaking Christ. <laughs> okay. I got another question. Okay. Um this one is how can I convince my boyfriend to pee between my legs while I'm sitting on the toilet? What? Well, you want to feel you want to feel that one to me? Well, I'll tell you what, my response is going to be golden. Mm -hmm. Let's hear that let's hear that golden response, Timbo. Maybe place a target there. Or something. Just like get like you can get like target stickers around. Just slap that in the toilet, open your legs wide, just like make a game of it. Say I'll like buy him a beer or something. Interesting. So you're making a game of it but also trying to um entice him with beer. 
Exactly. Like, you know, tr- try and bring it so it's like something for both of you to enjoy. Not make it too oh. one-sided. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I would like to know why they want this to happen, whether they think it'll be a turn-on or not, or if they're just like, oh, it's easier. Like, he always tries to hurry me out of the bathroom when he can just, you know, pee between my legs. I feel like it could be a mix of both. You never know. Yeah, people yeah. are weird. It could be could be anything. It could be anything. But seriously, though, if, I guess if you get the aim right, because, like, not really much of a window there, but I guess with enough practice, then maybe it could work. Well, the other thing, too, is it depends on the size of the girl, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, if she's 100 pounds, it'd be much easier than if she's 200 pounds. Yeah. Also, got to take the size of the toilet into account, too. Yeah. Not all toilets are created equal. The size of the bowl and the size of the hole. The hole between the legs. No, not the hole between the... Oh, Oh. never mind. Pervert. (laughs) What else we got on tap today, Timbo? Well, I thought for this the last part of this episode. Are there any parties that you went to that were absolutely horrible? What's your worst party experience? What's my worst party experience? That's a good question. Um, I feel like probably the worst experience wasn't, hmm. Typically the worst experiences are parties where people go, um, but they have no intention of hanging out with anybody outside their friend group, like house parties. Yeah. So it's like you sh- you go, you're expecting to like meet new people and stuff, and they're all just in these cliques, and they practically have their arms locked, and they're like, none, no new friends. That's pretty trashy. Or people come in, like I was at a party in high school, and this was like kind of a birthday party, house party, and one person was like, hey, can I have some friends come? And they're like, the host was like, did you, do you know them? And like, yeah, totally. And these people showed up. They were super sketch, and we're just kind of standing around. And we were like, "Are they gonna rob us? What's what's going on?" And then once they left, we couldn't find the uh, computer mouse. So we were joking and laughing that they stole it. But then we were actually worried they did steal it. But then we found it. Oh really? Well, at least at least it kind of works like works out a little bit at the end there. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. In terms of parties, house parties specifically. There's definitely been some parties, too, where it's just been a complete train wreck of people who can't control their alcohol, and it gets messy real fast. Or you get, you know, just chill, laid-back parties. Going out, I don't go out, like, out-out to parties that much. Uh, Typically, if I do go out and I'm going, you know, clubbing or dancing, whatever, um, it's just with a group of friends, and it's at a place where, you know, they do that for a profession, so it's usually not too bad. Yeah. What about you? Any any really bad experiences? See, I've never really had too many really bad experiences partying, but I find that if there has to be like a balance for people who are inebriated, like if it's just like one or two people who are just absolutely trashed compared to everyone else, then yeah, that party not going to be quite as good. However, if everyone is equally buzzed, but no one is like overdoing it, then yeah, that could be a good party. But yeah, I haven't. Yeah, nothing like too insane. Like I've never had the cops call on anything. Although there was, yeah, I think, I think the craziest party. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say worst, but definitely the one where I was definitely uh, the most off my rocker. Oh, this this was one that you were actually at. It was when hey. it was when our buddy Colton's sister was in town. Yes, Destiny. 
Yeah, and you remember how you guys all like went off to Fuck, what was that place called? The river or something? Rivers? Rivers, oh yeah. And then we came back to the house after and, and you had hung your underwear up on the coat rack? Yeah. <laughs> Still don't know why you did that. I don't know either. Oh god. That's yeah, freaking I, I, hilarious. I told my dad that story and he was like, that's my boy. <laughs> gosh i mean i guess you could do that you were the only one in the house at the time but still i was yeah well thanks for joining us on the show this week we are looking forward to presenting something for you next time keep listening to the episodes we are going to have a bunch more coming up your way on itunes and google play but thanks for listening thank you guys i hope you have some wonderful party ideas planned don't drink too much don't invite family members to a dating conference and don't be a part of pyramid schemes definitely also don't forget to follow us on facebook all you have to do is just search up be the worst podcast we're right there and leave us ideas for future episodes we would love to hear your thoughts Provided by filmmusic.io. The show must go by Kevin McLeod. License CCBY.